Hey guys, it's JG. I just want to take a minute to thank you for downloading this podcast. And remember to come back every week for a new episode of Obscurities of the Silver Screen on Podbean, iTunes, and Google Play. Our pageant went so well. I have grown so close to you me too. over these days. You know, I forgive you for what you did to me. I forgive you too for what you did to me. My heart has grown three times larger. That's why you're still in the hospital. Don't hold my hand. Take that off. Oh, okay. <laughs> nurse Stop. coming. Okay. Nurse is okay. coming. <clears throat> Hi, nurse. Are you guys getting along still? No, we hate each other. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, Remy is about to be dismissed, so... What? You're gonna be alone for Christmas. No. No, I can't. I can't leave John. No. I don't... I... Nurse? What? I think I have cancer. No, you definitely don't have cancer. Okay, well, I'm still staying here with John. We're gonna listen to Obscurities. Yeah, we are, bitch. Yeah, damn straight. Get out of it. Be gone with you. Go. Be gone with Go you. Go away. Okay, fine. I'm calling the doctor, and he's gonna come in and get rid of you, Remy. No! Welcome back to this week's episode of Obscurities on Silver Screen, ladies and gentlemen. The last movie we're watching this ever. year. Well, or ever, yeah. Well, this year. Yeah. The last movie we'll watch ever until it's 2019. I'm going to not watch another movie until New Year's, and then my New Year's resolution is watch more movies yeah. with you, JG. That's my New Year's resolution, too. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so since it is uh, the uh, December still, we want you all to still be sharing this podcast with everybody. Share it with 10 friends of yours, and then tell us that you shared it with 10 friends. Say, I shared hashtag OOTSS podcast, and then we'll give you a shout out. Yeah. I mean, totally. Yeah. Um, I'll say your name. Yeah, and, and if you want to say like a weird voice. Yeah, your name will come out of my mouth in whatever sound you want. You could be yeah. like, hey, Remy, say it like a duck. I'll figure it out. Ooh, that was wet. Um, <laughs> There's I, water everywhere now. Oh. Um, yeah, uh, no, totally. Um, keep listening. Also, if if you don't have 10 friends like me, you can just listen tell to every single episode. Just keep enjoying it. Or tell Guys, we 10 love random doing strangers. Oh, tell 10 strangers. I go they to They might think you're crazy, but hey. One of my favorite places to uh, promote obscurities is bus stops. Ooh. Yeah, bus stops and newspaper stands. I just I just comment on friends' Facebook statuses. I'm just like, "Listen to Obscurities the Silver Screen." And they're like, "Shut up." Man, I mean, I guess that's kind of the same reaction that I have at the newspaper stands. Because, like, somebody goes and they're like, oh, like who the fuck are you? They're like, what's going on in the Times? And then I'm just leaning up there with a trench coat and sunglasses. And I'm like, hey, do you like podcasts? You should listen to Obscurities. And they're like, oh, who are you? Who are you, creepy man yeah. with the wild hair? Yeah, yeah. And they're like, I'm just trying to get the news. And I'm like, I am the news. <laughs> I am Newsman. It's not a bad idea, realistically. Yeah, just like a superhero bad. that just like updates you on what's going on. Yeah, he's like the super anchor. Yeah. Anyway, Spanker Man. Bad, bad different. Name. That's different. Yeah. Different superhero. Never mind. That's something you'd find on like Pornhub. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that's probably just something that they call like Spanker one of those actors man. who just fondle. Um. Oh God. 
Anyway, so this week... Moving on. Yeah, uh, so this week for the last movie of uh, December that we watch, uh, we have watched a movie called Santa Claus... Conquers the Martians! Da-da-da-da-da-da! Yeah, yeah. This movie was made in 1964, mm-hmm. uh, and I something tells me that this was like a TV movie. I don't know if this was released in theaters. Well, I don't... Can we have a real talk for a second? Sure. How many straight-to-TV movies came out in the 60s? Probably a lot. Yeah, because TV was like, like such a yeah, new it thing. it wasn't really like... I don't know. That's, that's something knows? that I'm putting way too much thought into. Yeah, now. right. But yeah, no, it feels we just like got existential. No, what kidding. what a TV a straight to TV movie is now. That's what this feels like. That's then. yeah. Like that. it's it's no Wizard of Oz, but it actually has like a really good production value. Right. Uh, our last film that we were talking about, Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny, which was well, Santa oh, wait, Claus sorry, two is the last movie yeah. we talked about, but two movies ago. Where was I during that? Um, <laughs> Obviously here. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny had, like, zero budget and was garbage. This actually had a budget. I mean, it wasn't a great budget, but, like, they, they yeah. made it look good. A lot of it was stock footage, but they made it work. Yeah. Like, uh, it's... We'll get into it. It's sci-fi. It's fun. It's I love really it. It's fun. It's got a great message. It's got kids. It's got green face people. Yeah. Um. So it opens up with this, like, theme song. And it basically, it's called Hooray for Santa Claus. Yeah, and I even made a joke just uh, because if, if you've watched our other episodes, I've definitely talked about that JG and I take notes. So in our notes, I wrote out Hooray for Santa Claus. Just like, thinking it was just, oh, yeah, Santa Claus. Because that's how yeah. they say it, because it's old timey and that's how they're saying But then it. at the very end of the movie, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but at yeah. the very end of the movie, they do like they do a, a sing-along. Uh, lyric sing along version. Yeah. And they actually write out Santa Claus, like A S A N T Y. Yeah, so I was not wrong for once in my life. Yeah. And then we open up on like these two Martian kids. Now, the Martians are just dressed in like these like green tights. Spandex, spandex with a face hole cut out. Yeah. Um, they've got belts. It's like a leather belt. It's actually similar to Santa's leather belt, except like the little yeah. square buckle has like udders on it for some reason. It's like these three pink nipples that poke out of their belt. Yes, and um, they're they they've got they've got hats on, and mm-hmm. it's literally a colander that's like spray painted green, and then like <laughs> spatulas like, for antennas and whisks, you know, yeah, and like not just a bent out of shape coat hangers. And it's stuff like, like something that, that a, a a local children's theater or a local uh you know community theater would do would like toss together yeah, yeah. Be like, well we got no money yeah so this is what we're gonna do but also like uh, the whole flavor of this is very um it reminds me of the sort of machismo for like creature from the black lagoon or where yeah it's like these sci-fi actiony people where they're all like these buff 60s burly chested men yeah and like the very 60s woman with the haircut that's got the swoopy sideburns yeah. and the beehive hair. It's very much a product of his time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and so, like, yeah, we have these two kids dressed as Martians, and they're, like, watching. They are Martians, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. These two kids who are Martians. Yeah. Uh, and their names are, it, it, their names are, like, uh, Bo- G- Gimore or something Gear- like that. Gear- can, you, can you pull it up? You have the little list. Uh, it's uh, Bomar and Girmar. Yes, we were right. Yeah. Bomar and Girmar are, are, are these two Martians who are watching KID TV. Yeah. Kid TV. And it's it's like a kid's news station with um, 
Just like the creepiest They're, looking. It, it kind of yeah. looks like Rod now this Serling, is this said. is yeah this is a uh, a TV station from Earth. Yeah, and they so are they're at getting a transmission. Santa's workshop, and they're actually like you know interviewing Santa and being like, "Oh, what's Santa doing?" Yeah, and uh, the, the the dude that's interviewing Santa is like outside the North Pole, and he's like. Wow, it's cold out here. You know, I ordered some food earlier, and they served it to me frozen, or at least that's how it got here because it's so cold. Am I right, ladies and gentlemen? Hey! <laughs> like, he's literally doing a stand-up bit, and then he goes yeah. inside. So this is like the first Christmas movie we've watched uh, where the, the elves are, are not played by children. They're actually played by little people. Yeah! You yeah, know, it's uh, like a dude with a big-ass beard. Yeah. And yeah. It's cool. It's like, all right, well, there's something there's something different for a change. And uh, so, yeah, so they're they're interviewing the little people and Santa, and, and Santa looks awesome in this movie. He's straight up like- Coca-Cola a, Santa. Yeah, he's Coca-Cola Santa, rosy cheeks, big old mustache, happy jolly gut the that I just does not look tickle. like it was bought from Walgreens. No, it looks like Santa wears this. Yeah, it actually looks good. Yeah. Um, I love this Santa. Yeah, he's actually pretty fun. He ho ho hos so often, and then sometimes he responds in ho ho hos. Like he'll do like a ho 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 He's the first got... toy he picks up is is it's like it's a toy rocket that runs on actual rocket fuel. <laughs> also, Santa is constantly smoking a pipe. Oh yeah, which blows bubbles. Yeah, which is fun. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's kid friendly. But a toy rocket that runs on rocket fuel. What the fuck? Um, yeah, it was the '60s, I guess. You know, so. it was a lawless time. They're probably made with lead-based paint. Yeah, you know, and hairy armpits and gold chains. Yeah. Another toy he made is a Martian toy that yeah. looks just like the martian children that are watching this program yeah it's it's, it's really odd weird. that he got it so specific because it's the only time that it shows up is his little martian toys just now yeah they they ask about like well do you think there are martian santa claus and santa's like oh we can never know you know but i i would like to think that there are martians up there on mars and then the reporter says uh, well, if there are Martians, I hope they have someone like you to give them cheer and, and, and Christmas presents and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like a little bit of wishful thinking. So as the Martian lits are <laughs> the Martian lits are watching this TV show, Martian Dad comes in. Whose and name is uh, Kimar. Yeah, Kimar. And he's sort of the head Martian. He's like President Martian. He's yeah. captain of the spaceship that the Martians are Yeah, he's President Martian. Right he, he is King Martian. He has, yeah. a, he has an awesome cape. Yeah, he always does the like... Like, it's got the split down the center, but he always keeps one arm covered because he's classy, and then he has you know, the other side of the cape because he's a badass, because he's Kimar, the king of the Martians. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so he, he's like, time for bed, children. Yeah, he and his wife, Momar. Momar. And and the children are just like, okay. And he's like, well, you, you shouldn't be watching that Earth, you know, stuff. You know, yeah, it, that it's Earth not, garbage. It's, it's not, it's going to rot your brain. brain. You yeah. know, it's not good he's for you. He's literally a 60s dad being like, turn yeah. that off. You're going to go cross-eyed. So, and they're just like, okay, dad. And they're kind of, the kids are very, like, like ro- not ro- robotic, but they. <laughs> they're kind of robotic. Yeah, they have they're no very, personality. Like, they're soulless. Yeah, they're soulless. Yeah. And, so uh, so uh, they go to bed, and the, the little girl lies down on this, like, flat, round slab. Yeah. And then the dad sprays her with sleep mist so that she can go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And he goes to Momar and is 
like I had to use the sleep mist again. The kids are like restless. Getting a little they restless. They don't want to go yeah. to sleep. They're um, having fun. Yeah, and it, well, well, they're not supposed to. Have, like, right, right, right. right Martians no. don't have fun. Right. Yeah. The whole thing is like they're they're being restless. They keep asking about like wanting to have fun and have toys and everything. And then he's you like, know, I don't know what's getting into. He's them. like, I must, you know, I I I must call the council. And we must go. Uh, we must go meet. Speak uh, to the elder. We must um, go. Uh, the elder named Chochum. Chochum. Yes. So he gathers the council. Uh, which in the council is a particular Martian named Voldar. Who is my boy. Voldar awesome is my mustache. favorite. He's got this big-ass handlebar mustache. And remember, oh. it's like all the Martians are wearing, like, fucking colanders on their head and spatulas yeah. and all this weird I should, shit. We should also point out that we were introduced to a character with the children, uh, a Martian character named Droppo. Uh, who's kind of like this bumbling, kind of like whimsical Martian? He's uh, goofy, silly. Yeah. He's, he's the um, he's like oh, oh yeah, he's the village idiot. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, all the uh, Martians the court are jester like kind of thing. They're yeah, like, oh, that's just Droppo. Yeah, know? they're like Droppo. Yeah, wah, wah. yeah, kind of. Yeah, that's Droppo. Yeah, and so yeah, so uh, Kimar calls the council of, of Martians to visit, which is funny because I was just like, I didn't know what they were calling him. So I was like, oh, it's, yeah, I wrote down notes, Kimar calls Council of Martians. And then he said, and then later he says, I brought the Council of Martians here with us. It's like, oh, right, perfect. Yeah. Nice. We're on top of this you know, shit. And, and Chochum appears. You know, it's like, there's this smoke and here's Chochum. Yeah. And he's like this really old dude. For the record, they're just like on the surface of Mars. They land their little spaceship right. that the kids slept in. They land on the surface and then he summons they don't even They don't even land on a spaceship. They just kind of walk there. Yeah, they yeah. do a lot of weird cuts where they're um, just like, and now here, and now we, here are. we are. Yeah. yeah. And Chochum is like, he's dressed in like these old robes and he's got like old makeup and everything. Kind of looks like yogurt from uh, Spaceballs. Space yogurt. <laughs> I hate yogurt. Even with strawberries. So, Chochum. <laughs> I'm sorry, is, I, I blacked yeah. out for a second. <laughs> no, it's uh, fine. Yeah. Anytime we talk about Spaceballs, we definitely black out yes. for a second. Um, uh, love that Chochum movie. Chochum gets summoned and... And he tells he tells. Uh, Can them, I do an impression of Chochum real quick? Yes, because Chochum is either about to die or on the verge of tears. Like he's so old, or he's on the verge of coming. Like he's really he's he's overplaying the old thing. Yeah, so, it's like it's like if the, the director was sitting back there, going, "Yeah, keep going, keep going." Yeah, oh, but more, older, more, but older, 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 yeah, older, 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 sadder, 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 yeah, dead, dying, er, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Give us Chochum. What? Time is it? It's September. No. On Earth, it must. It must be near December. It's near Christmas time. What is Christmas time? It's a time of joy and a time where kids can where kids can enjoy themselves. A Voldar just goes. Bah. Bah. <laughs> he's about to toss out a bah yeah. mug. Well, because because uh, uh, Chochum, <laughs> that was brilliant. By the way, that yeah. was spot. <laughs> I'm 
Honestly, dude, I, I just tossed on was... the recording. That wasn't even me doing the impression. That's <laughs> yes, exactly that's exactly it. how it yeah. went. Because uh, uh, Chochem says, like, you know, well, the kids, uh, the kids of Mars, you know, they want that. They're they're they're. Uh, that's why they aren't sleeping and they aren't eating is because they want to be happy and they have wanna, fun. They, be they want toys. They want children. And then Voldar Voldar just goes Voldemort. Bah. <laughs> yeah, Voldemort. He basically is Voldemort. <laughs> yeah, Voldar just goes toys. Fun? That's not what we do on Mars. Yeah, Voldar is kind of a piece of shit, but I yeah. love him because he's got a big ass mustache. Yeah, and, and Chochim says like, well, you know, uh, the children of Mars, you know, they don't even have a childhood. They're just they, uh, as soon as they can walk, they are adults. Yeah, you know? oh, 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 because because the second they're born, they toss on knowledge hats. Oh yeah, and um, because what the knowledge hats do is that it feeds them knowledge. So then by the time they can walk, they are complete adults. Yeah. Which kind of pisses me off that Martians think that adults are no fun. I know, right? I'm officially an we, adult. We have fun. We have yeah. lots of fun doing this show. Yeah, I mean, I, I try to have fun 90% of the time. The only time I'm real serious is when I'm pumping gas. <laughs> gotta gotta make sure you get that regular gas yeah yeah you know? <laughs> and i always stop it on an even number like <laughs> that's a little ocd buddy fuck around uh so anyway so like uh, the 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 martians then plan to capture santa claus to bring some cheer to the children of Mars, much to the chagrin yeah of the, uh, because chochum totally spills the beans being like it has sad Claus, who brings presents to children? Literally, this is how slow Chochum talks. And thank God, like I mean, I love it, but thank God he's only in one scene because yeah. the movie would be a movie lot would longer. Be so long, like his scene definitely took up like six like, solid minutes, yeah. <laughs> and it was all it, the words that I just said. It was probably a two-page scene. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like well who the fuck wrote all the lines for chochum on these two pages you know (laughs) uh and so yeah so they plan to capture santa claus to bring him to mars to show to bring to make the children toys and make them happy so so they can have a childlike joy some yeah even though even though even though voldar is saying like you know well you're all turning weak uh you know fun is weak yeah. Work, that is strong. Voldar has the biggest mustache. I'm going to bring up his mustache as much as I can. Yeah, his but mustache I feel like, is glorious. I feel like his mustache definitely got to his head. It's like one of those, like, Civil War. Like, if you ever look at, like, people from the Civil War and, like, those big mustaches, it was like that. They were really growing him back then. Yeah. It's like, that's bring what those it back. Took. Yeah, bring, bring those that back. back. I should grow one out. I should both grow one out. I can't really grow <laughs> facial hair. Like, you see this weird beard thing? This is like three months of no shaving. And then me, I'm like, it's just two weeks. He's got like you a know? full beard. Yeah. Right. Uh, so they fly out uh, to Earth. The Martians. And, yes, the Martians do. <laughs> yeah. And uh, for some reason, Droppo's on the pl- on the, on the the uh, spaceship. I think Droppo like, lives on the spaceship, I think. I sure. think he's kind of like a hired hand or whatever. Maybe, yeah. Um, but so just so you know, it's important that he's there. And uh, they fly to over uh, New York City. Yeah, and, and they look through their... <laughs> also, wait, wait, wait. They keep doing this thing where they're like, all right, we're entering Earth's atmosphere. Fire a rocket. <laughs> <laughs> and the first time they said it, I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, just going to fire a rocket like that. Attack immediately and, war of the worlds like, right yeah, here. You know? and, and nothing ever happens. They'll... Like one it's dude, like, they're like in the control station. I, I, I feel like because it's in the 60s, they 
were saying firing rockets, and I feel like they they didn't, didn't know what a rocket like, was. I mean, uh, they but knew like, what rockets were in the sixties, but I really don't know what they were trying to say. In this I movie. don't know. Yeah, because I think anytime they're trying to the spaceship, some... anytime the spaceship does anything, one Fire of the command rocket. center dudes is like, uh, "Lower the landing legs." Fire, Fire rocket, rocket. <laughs> and they're like, "Rocket fired, landing legs lowered." And it's like. What? <laughs> like, it's like anything they do, they have to like. I've, I so maybe it's like this. Anything the ship does, they have to get rid of weight on the ship. So the best way to do that is just to fire a rocket. Fire. It's know? like where should we shoot? It's like I don't know. Fuck it, north. <laughs> <laughs> so they fly over New York City. Fire a rocket. <laughs> fire a rocket over New York City, and uh, uh, Voldar is like looking at the city. And he's like, pa, that city looks so pedantic and so tiny and so like it's, so it's, it's so uh, barbaric so barbaric the fact that yeah. they have buildings above ground yeah you know it's like well oh voldar the elitist over here yeah. you know and and they're trying to find santa and voldar's like <laughs> voldar straight up says how there are millions of people down there it's like finding a uh, space dust in a comet's tail and then he, and then he turns and he's like Oh, there he is. <laughs> and it zooms in on like a uh, Salvation Army Santa. Yeah. You know, he's like ringing his bell. And like, oh, and well, another there he dude is. also sees Santa and he's like, I see him too. And he's like, he's right there on the corner. No, he's not on the corner. He's running, he's in front of a door. And they're like, wait, there's another Santa and another. Are they all Santas? So at this point, I was really hoping that the film was going to be Martians abduct some random like charity case and is just like, right. and he's like, I'm just, hey, I'm trying to get back home to my to my wife and kids, you know? Yes, we've read all about this, Mrs. Claus. You mean Janet? Ah. Mrs. Claus has a first name, I see. Well, her last name isn't Claus. I mean, I just call her that because I play Santa Claus, but like I ah, just Ah, you play Santa Claus. I play Voldar. Don't you play Santa with me. Ho, ho, ho. Ah, it is you. <laughs> uh, so then, like, all of a sudden we get, like, another news report. And it's like, oh, there is something in 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 space that is uh, that we don't know what it is. But our leading, the, the, the United States leading scientist thinks it's Martians. Yeah. Which, in my opinion, uh, if that were to actually happen, if the leading scientist of astrophysics in America, said, in NASA, said it's aliens, they, everybody would be like, you're not yeah, the leading scientist you are anymore. Out now. <laughs> you know. Um, but it's like publicly bro- broadcasted on KID TV. I guess so, yeah. Which I guess is something that everyone watches, not just kids. I, who knows? Uh, they don't really explain it well. Yeah. But anyway, like the U.S. Air Force like goes into overdrive. And is like, we got to like, you know. We got to take uh, down these Martians. We got to take down these Martians. Up. So then the Martians descend into... There, there's a big montage of like oh, stock yeah. footage of like planes flying out, like bombers getting And loaded. I swear and some also... of the stock footage was also used in uh, in Doctor Strangelove. Uh, yeah, yeah the swear. fuel up scene. Yeah, yeah. The, where the planes fuel each other up. Like I swear that was in it's Doctor Strangelove. It's that same exact stock footage. Just with I... black, in color instead of yeah, black yeah. and white. Yeah, you know. Uh, so, hey, didn't think we'd have a, have anything to do with Doctor Strange Love for this movie, but we do. Yep. So yeah, so the the Air Force is trying to figure out what go to do. after the aliens. They're going to Elfcon One. Yeah, <laughs> five, five. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the, it, then the Martians land on Earth, and there's these two little kids who are like listening to uh, the news report on the radio about the Martians. And their names. And are, they're like out in the woods. Yeah, they're like they're just hanging they're like out. Ten and eight, I think, is yeah. their. Uh, like they do Bill, say that. Billy yeah. is ten and Betty is is eight, and they're brother or sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just hanging out in the woods in the snow, and it's like, well, where are their parents this entire time? Dude, it's the sixties. I know. You who can cares? just go outside and leave forever. Right. 
And uh, they're talking about like Martians and then like, you know, Betty's like, I don't believe in Martians. You know, I don't think they exist. And Billy's like, well, I think they exist. And Betty's like, that's silly. Then she turns and then we see the Martians behind them. And she's like, look, it's Martians. And then (laughs) and they roll up with the coolest artillery. (laughs) One dude has a hairdryer. (laughs) Yeah. Like all of their props were totally just and made the other out of like, has like an AK forty seven in his with hand. a hair dryer on the end. Yes, yeah, and they're like pointing it at kids. And of course, I saw the AK first, and they're just pointing at a kid, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> they can't do that." <laughs> it's the sixties, though. I guess they could do whatever Lawless they want. Time, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, the Martians are like, "Hey, where's Santa? Uh, he's in the North Pole." Well, you're going to show them to us. And they take them hostage, basically. Yeah, they literally, like, grab the kids. And the and, kids like, don't, like, scream and stop or cry, like, no, no, no. They just they're just take like, them. Okay. Like, and then here cut we go. to randomly, like, the kids are in the ship, I guess. And then Droppo's just showing them around the ship. Yeah, so uh, apparently they didn't go to, like, a prisoner section or maybe Well, they... I think they did. And then Droppo just, like, took them out. Yeah, they just left out of the film. Yeah, because Droppo's an idiot, and he's like, oh, hey, there's kids. I'm going to show you around the spaceship. I'm Droppo, and I talk like this. Yep, that's exactly how he talks, too. So he's, like, showing them the control room and everything, and he's like, and this is our radar, and we can see whatever is coming around for miles and miles from this radar. And then he, like, leaves them in the control room. Or, no, no, no. He doesn't leave them in the control room. He's like, oh, oh no. Oh, they're people com- are coming. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the other Martians are coming. You got to hide in here, which apparently you can hide inside the radar. So the radar machine is like, I mean, it's it's a 60s sci-fi movie. So there's just like this giant panel of blinking lights and levers. And he yeah. just lifts up the top of it. And there's like wires glued to the back of the cardboard yeah. that it's made out of. That's like not connected to anything. So it's just like a it's chest. It's an empty box. It's an empty chest. Yeah, yeah. basically. So then he's like, oh, sh- shit, kids. <laughs> Get <laughs> in here, kids. He doesn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. In our remake, yeah. he will. <laughs> We're going to make a gritty reboot. Yeah. Where he's like, holy shit, kids. Get inside the radar. And the kids yeah. are like, the radar? And he's like, yeah. And then they get inside the radar. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, so they get inside the radar, and the other Martians, like, come in, and they're like, all right, time to go to the North Pole. And uh, then they go to the North Pole, I guess. I mean, I was about to dispute that, but no, you're totally right. They just, like... <laughs> like, like, no, that's not what happens next. Like, uh, Duper... Why did I just call <laughs> Duper, him Duper? Duper. I like Droppo. Droppo. Yeah, no, Dropper, like, le- Dropper. Droppo leaves... And then the other Martians come in, and then they target North Pole, and then head there. Kids are go. still in the radar. They're in the radar, yeah. And then the uh, so the Martians are like, all right, lower the landing legs. Uh, fire, fire rocket. rocket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're landing on Mars, and or, I mean landing on the North Pole. Got to got to go back. I forgot my pants. <laughs> <laughs> so they get to the North Pole, and they leave the ship, and then Billy and Betty like get out of the uh, radar box, and Billy's like, you know. They're not going to be able to track anything now. And, you know, uh, the Air Force will be able to get them. And he just, like, rips, like, the cords from yeah. the radar. And then Which, again, sa- are just glued to the inside of the top, like, the, the, the of part of the chest. Yeah. And then he says, the whole U.S. Space Force will be after them. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. We see where he got his in- inspiration. This is where Donald Trump got his inspiration for Space Force was. He watched from. He Santa watched Claus Santa- Conquers the Martians. And he's yep. like... Well, this seems like a great idea. <laughs> this seems like the best idea ever. 
Just uh, trust me. <laughs> yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised if he's like watched this movie. He's like, hey, hey, I like the the I like the no fun that the Martians have on their planet. I feel like we should have that on our planet as the, well. Their children are very efficient. And uh, actually, actually, if it was Trump, Trump, he would be more like, what are those immigrants doing on planet Earth? I mean, they're not bringing their best. It's sad how many Trump jokes we can make out of this movie. We could go on yeah. forever and never yeah. and ever. So we it should stop now. Yeah. Before uh, I go bald and then decide to do weird hair. And so then Voldar informs Kimar that the kids are not in their holding cell. It's like they've escaped. Yeah. And they're not on the ship anywhere. Yeah. How the hell did they get off? Who knows? But, but they did. They're kids. They're, they're slippery. Kids, yeah. <laughs> okay. Slippery. You know what I mean? They're they're tricksy. They're uh <laughs> they're, 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 they're sleuthy. <laughs> yes, they're, that's a better way to say yeah. it than slippery. I don't know, dude. I was a slippery kid. I was always slipping out of trouble or into right. trouble probably. And so then uh uh Voldar like goes searching for the kids in the snow, you know. <laughs> and the kids are just like hiding in the snow. And, and, then, and then my favorite thing. Okay, so what if it happens? What happens, okay, Remy? Okay, so uh, so the kids are like running in the snow, and they see this little snow cave, and then they hear this terrifying sound, and it's a growl. It's like a bear. It's like a polar bear. And then what emerges into the screen is not a polar bear. <laughs> it is literally a guy in a poorly made polar bear costume. This is the like the worst polar bear made costume ever. For the record, the Martians costumes are kind of low budget, but you kind of start to accept it because all of right. them are dressed the same. Yeah. So in my brain, I'm conformity. like, oh, that's, that's how just Martians, how Martians yeah. look. I know what polar bears look like. <laughs> so this is just kind it's of like, like uh, it's like in uh, I've, I, I think it's, I want to say it's as you like it. Or maybe it's Winter's Tale. One of those two. I know my dad's gonna listen to this podcast. And he's gonna be like, "Tell me." He's gonna tell me the exact Shakespeare play it's in. Hey, uh, Dad, write us another letter. Yeah, he's gonna tell us exactly what it is. And I'm like, "You're right. It it was neither one of those. Just wait. Uh, no, but it's one of those two. But uh, at one point, it's just like, and then from stage right, a bear enters. You know, it's like, well, how are we gonna fucking do that? And every time I've seen a production of this play, the bear just looks so shitty. You know, it's like, rah looks like this polar bear. So I was thinking, you know, you could just use stock footage of polar bears because the polar bear doesn't really interact with the kids. But instead, they have a dude in like a polar bear mascot outfit. And they quick cut away from that so fast. They try to not show it, but you cannot. You cannot you unsee. You cannot unsee just a man crawling in like a white shag carpet with a polar bear head on. Yeah. And uh, he does like growls and swipes at the kids, and the kids hide in a cave until it goes away. And then Voldar go- gets scared away from the polar bear too, and yeah, he like, so runs he away or whatever. It. Yeah. And then <laughs> my favorite scene happens. So Billy, <laughs> Billy and Betty are in the cave. Polar bear is gone. Billy says, hang on real quick. I'm going to go look, make sure that polar bear is gone. He peeks his head out of the cave. Polar bear's gone. Betty comes out. And she goes, hey, there's Santa's workshop. And points. And the camera turns. And it's a robot. (laughs) It's a giant (laughs) robot in the middle of the Arctic. It's literally the Iron Giant. Like, it's a square-chested big robot. And she just goes, there's Santa's workshop. And points at it. Like, what is dumb... (laughs) kid it's like uh, to the right of me right now where i'm sitting is jg's tv and it's like if i just go hey jg this is a dog and i point and it's a tv (laughs) 
like, it's just that's not a not dog, that. Remy. That's a TV. And they like spend a second where apparently Betty's a little bit confused because obviously she's confused. And they're, they're <laughs> no, why? Why would you think she's they're just confused? like staring at this robot? And then it like kind of turns a little bit more, and then she's like, "Whoa, that's not a workshop in the distance. That's a robot ten feet from me." Yes. And the robot is named Torg. Yeah, it's it's the Martian's secret weapon. Uh, and he just he just he just kind of shows up. They mentioned Torg earlier. He captures them. Yeah. And then Hygo, one of the uh, one of the other Martians, Hygo, he like takes the kids back to the ship to like you know put them in their holding cell. Yeah. Like, great. We're, go, great job, Torgo. Or Torg. I mean. Torg. Great job, Torg. Torg goes uh goes back to the ship. Or no, uh, Hygo goes back to the ship with the kids. And Billy then says, take your hands off of us, you, you Martians. As if that's some kind of like slur or like yeah. insult. I I don't know. But he definitely has that like, like he was about to be like, you son of a bitch. But he's right. just like, you Martian. <laughs> yep. And, and then we get like, like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> our first thing, because uh, uh, Kimar says, uh, Kimar says, okay, we're gonna go capture Santa now, but we're not gonna kill anybody. We're gonna take him alive and peacefully. And Voldar is all like, no, you're going soft. We must show them who we must show them who the uh, the powerful people are. We are the supreme beings and everything. Like we must show power. And Kimar's like, Voldar, we're not doing that. We're taking him peacefully. We want him alive. Torg breaks into Santa's workshop. <laughs> And my favorite part happens. <laughs> An elf he like jumps up in front of Torg between him and Torg and Santa and says, You can't come in here. No one is allowed. And then Torg just picks up the elf. For the record, this guy kind of has this Brooklyn Brooklyn-y yeah, accent. It's like, hey, you he can't come in here. Beard, and he just holds his arms out like, like No one is like, allowed in here, Sonny. Yeah. He holds his arms out, like, as if to give a big hug, and he's like, yeah. hey, you can't be in his. And then Torg just lifts him up with his arms still out, and he's like, whoa. Lift. And, uh. Nice Torg, dude. Lift. Bomb. Bane. Bane. Step. <laughs> I like how we always ref- we keep referring to, like, movies we have watched on this show. Yeah. It probably for like first time listeners, it probably throws them off so much. Sure, but that just makes uh, makes you feel like you have to listen to every episode, which you should. Then we find out that you know Stan is like you know oh this big robot, and he kind of like ca- like like you were about to say caress. <laughs> I John, was is this another caress. one of those awakenings for I know, you? I was. That's not the right word I like want to go for. Bernard or like, Spider Man Three. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, seduce isn't the right word. I it's completely John. <laughs> Stop it! With I mean, I don't know, dude. Maybe he, you need to he, watch more movies. He, I watch too many movies. Uh, he, then now this is awakening he, something in you. <laughs> I guess no. He he like corrals the robot. I don't know exactly the right word. JG goes to bed tonight and he's just like, oh, Torg, <laughs> <laughs> your cold metal accordion arms <laughs> and your steely box torso. I just you're like a giant toy. I could play with you all night oh god no uh you just wind me up inside stop please stop <laughs> i wish that i had batteries for you because i'm like the energizer bunny. <laughs> oh god okay please stop okay so what well, i was trying to get out. at is that S- santa kind of like curbs 
Torg, and like Torg starts like being like acting like a toy all of a sudden. Yeah, like <laughs> I honestly think Torg like kind of grew a little bit of a robot heart and was like, "This is where I belong right. in a workshop where I'm a toy and can be loved by children." But then Voldar like comes in and he's like, and 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 he just freezes two elves. Yeah, and he pulls out. Way he pulls out his fucking uh, hair dryer gun that we've never seen in action, and he points it at an elf. And it makes a. Uh, uh, can you do the sound? Do you do it really good? He goes. He goes. He points it at him, and an elf freezes. Another <laughs> elf freezes. Yeah, and it's just such in like the most James Bond way. It's like boom, boom. Yeah, like he know. does a cool motion. He's like shooting from the hip, and then even does like the little quick like you know like a six shooter where you pull the hammer back real quick and shoot again. He does that, but with a hair dryer, <laughs> and it makes that <laughs> yep. lip pop sound. Yeah, though. No. And no effects, no like visual effects. It's literally just a hair dryer. There we go. And then they're frozen. Yeah. Uh, and it was at this point that we noticed the massive dongs of the Martians. I think it was possibly one guy. I think it was possibly the lighting in the room, but probably again, everyone's wearing green spandex. It's the green man suit, except they have a face hole cut out. Yeah. Um, and uh, so then they capture Santa Claus. They freeze Mrs. Claus. And oh, it, and Santa makes a bullshit comment. Yeah. He's like, I haven't heard you be this quiet since I first met you. <laughs> it's like, it's wow, like, Santa. Whoa, dude. Trouble he's, in paradise? He's, he's been really fun this entire movie. He's been super kid friendly. That's the only he's backhanded ho-ho-hos. compliment he made in the entire And then movie. all of a sudden he goes full 60s and just becomes misogynistic. Yeah. And so then the Martians kidnap Santa Claus. Oh, no. And ho, uh, ho. <laughs> Oh no, Santa's gone. Me. And uh, so then the whole world's trying to figure out what to do. Like the UN is staying up all night long. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, apparently the- Santa Claus is the most important person in the world. Uh, KIDTV is like, the United Nations are now discussing how we can get Santa Claus back. Yeah, like NASA and the Air Force, they're all trying to figure out how to get him back. And so then astronauts, they uh, go after Santa Claus to get him back. Yeah, they, they have a little shot of... Uh, fucking rocket launching off yeah and uh, <gasps> that's why the martians are always firing rockets because they're saying that that's why that's how they got so close that's how they got so close to see new york they fired a rocket with martians in it to see new york sure i don't know i'm <laughs> trying to make sense of it god uh that was such a that was such a eureka moment for you i know uh, so then, uh, so the astronauts are going after Santa and then, uh, but Santa's like entertaining the Martians and the kids by like telling them jokes. Oh, and he says, Remy, do you want to do the honors? Yeah, please. Cause like one Martian comes in. I think it's Droppo comes in. It is Droppo. So Droppo comes in to talk to the other Martians and he's super pumped about Santa. Like they have become best friends. And of course, Droppo, the idiot Martian is like best buddies with their little captive. Right. And he's like, oh, he just cracks me up every time. He keeps telling me these jokes. You want to hear one? Well, mm, uh, not really. Well, well, what's soft green? You put it on a stick and you put it in the fire. What? A Martian mellow. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> and then, like, everybody starts laughing at that, but Voldar's like, hmm, you're all turning into Martian mellows. And he, he, like, bah! his mustache frowns. Yeah. And uh, so then we go, we cut to the uh, the holding cell, and Santa's, like, comforting the children. And, uh, you know, Droppo brings food for them. 
And Santa's trying to like tell oh. them jokes or whatnot, but like, can we talk ki- about their food really quick? Oh yeah, I love their food. It seems fun. They're all pills. Yeah, that just are a meal inside. It's like a Willy Wonka candy. They've got these little like uh, vials of stuff, and it's like this one is turkey. Yeah, this one like, is. It's like the gum in Willy Wonka, where it's like where you know, it's they chew it. It's like oh my god, it's like a full yeah. roast beef and mm, oh yeah, all this stuff. Yeah, and blueberries and ice cream and, and oh my blueberry. god, what is that? and. Oh shit! This one's heroin. And <laughs> Mr. Wonka, Mr. Wonka. Whoa! This one's LSD. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big blueberry now. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> that was a weird tangent we went on. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, it's really cool. Like kind of uh, food, you know, it's just yeah. a pill and that fills you up. Yeah. And uh, so Santa is like trying to tell the kids jokes, but they aren't they aren't laughing at his jokes. I mean, granted, a couple of them are kind of duds. Sure. You know. But I don't know, dude. If Santa told me anything, I'd be happy laugh, about yeah. it. And then so uh, there's an Earth ship incoming and uh, Volda and they're like, and they're like, well, there's nothing on our scanners, but there's one out there. And then Voldar's like, you know why we haven't been able to tell? The radar's broken. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. And so uh, and Voldar says, uh, and so they're like, they must have a secret weapon, secret weapon. And Voldar says, they have a secret weapon, all right. And his name is Billy Foster. Yeah, Billy. dude, our boy. Oh, yeah. So then Voldar, like, goes into the holding cell and convinces Santa and the children to take a tour of the ship. But the children are like, no, he's mean. But Santa's all like, well, he seems awfully nice. You know, we have to be nice to everyone, children. That's not very nice to say someone's mean. At this point is where I started getting really into the film. Because yeah. I was like, wait a second. Okay, Santa's kind of this strategical badass. He's he's Is doing he this Dude, totally. Okay. Because he's like I think he's kind of playing um playing Voldar. Voldar. Okay. He's he's kind of being like, Okay, I know you're definitely trying to kill us or do like lock us up somewhere else. But But I got Santa but magic ho, on my ho, side. Ho, I'm going to be friendly. Yeah. And we're but gonna ho, see how ho, this goes. I'm gonna be friendly. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then the kids are like, but Santa, no. And he's like, ho, ho, ho. Oh, trust me, yeah. kids. Ho, ho, trust me. Ho, ho, trust me. Yeah. And so then Voldar locks them into the airlock. Yeah. yeah. And and Billy, my boy. Yeah. Billy's like, so I do shit. not want to be here. It's it's fascinating that they pull this out now. I feel like they should have Halfway established the movie. this. Yeah. They should have established this earlier. Like maybe even at the beginning when we see Billy, like maybe he should have been talking about stars and shit. But Billy right. knows everything everything about space right at least according to this film mm-hmm. he knows everything about space and even betty is like he wants to be an astronaut by the end of his little speech but he's like huh mr voldar you're putting us into an airlock aren't you well i we're just taking a look at the airlock well yeah but i see that this door is closed and you're about to close this door that means that it's going to be pressurized, and if you open up this door, we'll be sucked out into the vacuum, nothing no, of space. No, 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 we don't do that. But Only when we're docking. Why is there a timer on the door? It the, seems like there's a timer on the door. Yeah, that's just yeah, there for, like for, for scenery. Close, and then this one's going to open up. Why are you pushing us straight into here? Because I, I just, just wait here one second. Okay, I'm, wait, don't close that door. Close. God damn it. <laughs> Except he doesn't say that. And then, and then Santa's like, oh, no. And then they're, like, trapped in this airlock. 
And uh, the and timers... Goldar like starts the timer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They and... take okay. This is the longest minute in movie history ever because they take. Well, first of all, movies the first... do this. Well, but it's sometimes like... but this one's really long. Well, actually, this is it's it's weird because the first thirty seconds happen in like five seconds, and then the and last the thirty seconds 30 take seconds like two, take minutes. Like two minutes. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like. Kid, you have five seconds left. You're not gonna find like the fucking you know what how to get out of yeah. here. You know, and they're just talking. But they do because they find there's an air duct. There's a cartoonish looking funnel that is an air duct. Yeah. Apparently, it's not like some kind of air vent James Bond style. It's literally some Doctor Who, Doctor Who, Doctor Seuss shit, um, where it's like this long tube that funnels out, and uh, Billy points at it, and Santa kind of looks at it, and he's like, "I have an idea." Yeah. And so, yeah, so then we cut away from that, and uh, Kimar, like, comes uh, into the uh, same room that Voldar's in, and is like, what are you doing with the kids? Why are they in the airlock? You know, and he starts, like, attacking Vol- uh, Voldar, and they start, like, fighting each other. Like, literally, like, punching. Yeah, and, and, it's, actually, and- <laughs> it's actually pretty, like, barbaric. Like, I mean, it's, like, handheld shaky cam, and it's like, The boom, camera goes bah! first person, yeah. so then you get, like... Uh, Voldar just punching straight at your face and then cut to Kimar punching straight at your yeah. face. And then Kimar gets Vold- Voldar against, uh, like, essentially the radar. Yeah. Jesus, Kimar, Voldar, radar. <laughs> uh, he's got him against the radar just bashing his head yeah. against the radar. It's like, Jesus he's Christ, like, Kimar. If you don't stop messing with these kids. <laughs> <laughs> like, Voldar's just like, uh, 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 uh. And then, and, and then uh, Santa and the kids appear. And they're like, well, how'd you, how'd you escape? There's no way. And Santa's just like, ho, ho, ho. Santa magic, you know. Yeah. Uh, basically. And, uh, and all the kids are like, <laughs> So they kind of make a little <laughs> wink and nod and Coca-Cola sip at, you know, going yeah. up a chimney. So then they fire a rocket and land on Mars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We aren't even kidding. They fire a rocket anytime the spaceship does anything. They're like, what's our coordinates? Mm, fire a rocket. Yeah. Uh, we're at <laughs> we're interstellar <laughs> gastric six. <laughs> and uh, so then they land on Mars. And then out of, uh, somehow Voldar is missing. He goes, yeah, missing. it does another one of those weird cuts where just something has happened off screen. Yeah. And um, so then uh, Kimar introduces Santa and the children to uh, his wife Momar and their chil- and his children uh, Girmar and Bomar. Yeah, so uh, we get nice evil dudes out of the spaceship. Nice dudes in the spaceship. It's kind of fun Christmas yeah. time on so, Mars. Yeah, so like these are our children, you know, and these are you know uh, here is Santa Claus, and Santa immediately makes the children laugh. By laughing, by I, laughing. I was he just, just thinking, like, like yeah. how did he make he, him laugh? He just looks at the children. And he's like. So, so, uh, uh, Kimar and Mom Mar, what's her name? Momar. Momar. They literally said mom, and then they were like, Bob Mar. Momar! Momar! There it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, they introduced the Lazy kids to Billy and Betty, and they're like, these are kids. And Billy's like reaching out his hand to shake hands with, G- G- uh, G- uh, Girmar. Girmar. Bomar. Yeah. And then Girmar's like, what are you giving me? Your hand has nothing in it. And then Billy's like, I'm giving you my hand to shake. And then they shake shake, hands. Shake. And it's like. Shake that hand. Shake it. And it's like kind of a sweet moment. And then uh, Kimar is like, I have another earthling to introduce you to. And then this jolly fat dude in a red (laughs) suit with a big beard comes out and looks nothing like earth kids. So I imagine the Martian kids are like, 
what the fuck is this thing? What the fuck is that shit? Yeah. And then, so Santa just arrives, and he looks at them and starts laughing. He goes, he's like, he's like, <laughs> and for a second I thought Santa was about to just start pointing at the kids being like ha, 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 you look fucking weird <laughs> but um but everyone starts joining it's gonna in happen in Santa's. our version yeah yeah <laughs> you're weird looking so so they just like join in on laughing with Santa so yeah, All is and then well. Kimar, Kimar just kind of tells Santa out of nowhere, "You're never returning to Earth. You're staying here forever." Yeah, and it's it's We're, really dark. Yeah, and then, but Santa's like not really phased by it. Yeah, he's just like, he's like oh, oh well, you know, I guess I did enough cheer giving in in America in the on Earth. Yeah, you know, so I better do it here. Yeah, and then we see Voldar, who's in a cave somewhere in Mars. Yeah, and he's with a with like his, stain. His, yeah with his insurgents. You know what's his? Uh, sh- it's like Shim sh- and sh- uh, Sobo, Soto, or something Sh-sha- like that. Shobo, Shobo, I think it is. Shawshank, Redemption. <laughs> Shobo, I think Shobo is one. Yeah, Shobo and Shim, Showboating Shim. Yeah, and uh, they're they're creating the plan of how they're going to you know attack. So what they want to do is they want to kidnap Santa for themselves. Kidnap the Sandy Claws. Lock him up real time. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so essentially they want to just uh, kidnap him and uh, never have fun ever on Mars. Yeah, because they want their kids to wake up with internet hats and grow old immediately and be wise and shitty. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to end up just like a uh, old yogurt dude. <laughs> yep. And then so we see Santa at work in the new in his new workshop. Yeah, they they have Santa working in the spaceship. So he's got his little right. toy workshop, except it's all buttons. And remember, this is the 60s. So it's like a lever and a button that he like pushes randomly. And it makes, and it makes a doll or a, a doll, baseball or bat. Or a baseball bat or a train. Or a, a, a stuffed animal. So or, it was a yeah. bear. It was yeah. a bear. Or a, or a Ball, you know, yeah. and and for the record, we are saying specific things that yeah, we're come not just naming the conveyor thing. belt. Like, yeah. That, yeah, this actually it's happened. it's a conveyor belt with like these little holes in the wall, like little cubby spaces that have labels that say like bear, bat, d- doll. Yeah, and he like pulls the levers and drops down. Oh, when the it said belt. bat, I didn't see ball next to it at first, so I thought bat like a like <laughs> the the animal. Yeah, it's like what the fuck is a bat gonna do for yeah. a kid? You know, but yeah, Santa just like Santa then goes on like this little bit of a trip about like you know, oh, technology, industrialization. Just have to press buttons now, I guess. I was waiting know? for him to be like the economy, <laughs> right? The economy. Uh, so yeah, so Santa. But like, Santa having... is sad about like. Well, he, you know, he's, he's not. I don't know if he's sad about. It, he's just like, wow, times are changing. It's just, it's just different. Well, it's different. I don't know why he's pulling the whole times has changed things. It's like, Santa, dude, you're on a Martian spaceship. Right. Of course shit's different. Like, be happy that they look like humans and now, speak English. Yeah. And uh, and then uh, we, we see that uh, Billy and Betty seem to not be the same. They're yeah. sad all the time. Oh, man. And we start thinking, like, oh, my God, are they, like, switching places with the Martian kids? Yeah. Where it's like they they're now they have no joy or whatnot. Yeah. But then... 
it, but then that quickly got you know curbed that that uh, idea got you know thrown out quickly because then they just said oh they must be homesick yeah like it oh was, yeah that's logical uh, they they uh revealed this whole moment when they're getting sad or whatever while santa's doing the toy stuff they kind of veer away from oh because because the, uh, the kid they're done working for the day yeah and, like the marching kids so are like, they're can hanging we watch out. tv they're they're it's actually a really nice moment yeah because the they're like can we watch tv and they're Kimar's bonding like, they're bonding with the martian family yeah and and Kimar's like of course you can watch tv but only 30 minutes before you go to bed they're doing straight you know? up like 60s dad shit yeah like and then, it, and then like, they ask the kid, no, no candy before bed and you can only watch 30 minutes or else you'll go cross-eyed yeah and, like, then, and then you know they ask you know billy and betty if they want to watch tv and they're like no no thank you we're tired we're, we're tired we we're just want to go to bed, bed. it's like mm, jesus Christ. so so you know. uh Kimar's like is something wrong and they're like no it's been a long day and realistically, Kimar should understand because right, you're putting kids to first. First of all, child labor. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess not that's an issue on Mars. On Mars, I guess also not an issue in the North Pole. Right. Uh, um. But I. This is something that I brought up in multiple episodes, and I don't yeah. think you and I have ever talked about it necessarily. I always have this thing with films about time frame, like what, how many days is. Right. How many days have passed? Time I know that we're in space and North isn't North anymore, so time <laughs> might not be time anymore. But it seems like they've gone to bed a couple times. So they've been at this for a couple days being on the spaceship, I would imagine. Yeah, possibly. I would say at least one yeah. night on the spaceship. Yeah. So, uh, and then working all day in the toy shop, which they aren't really working you know, Santa's pushing buttons, making right. toys appear. And they're just putting them in baskets. Literally plastic laundry, laundry baskets, hampers yeah. that you can find at fucking Target. Yeah. But or, so to, to, to move along, though, because uh, we sure. do need to kind of keep moving along here. Uh, Nonsense! <laughs> Nonsense! More about laundry hampers! Right. And so, yeah, the kids are, un- are unhappy because they're homesick, right? Yeah. And then we see Droppo trying on uh, the Santa's, uh, the Santa's suit. Because, he, cause, you know, because uh, at one point... You know, Santa said, uh, you know, because Drop was like, oh, I'd like to try on the jacket. And Santa said, oh, well, you need to fatten up first, you know. And at that point, we we're like, oh, Drop was going to be new Santa. Santa. Yeah. So Drop was like trying on Santa's suit and he's like, oh, well, I need uh, I need to fatten up. Right. So he just takes like a shitload of these pill foods. Yeah. And he goes all, like, like steak sandwich, uh, chocolate cake with whipped cream and takes like a whipped split, cream pill. You know, and yeah. all this stuff. And uh, then he's like. Huh, it's not working fast enough. So he just like sticks a pillow, you know? Yeah. And then he's like, oh, ha ha. And he puts on a beard. And he puts on a beard and he's like, ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. I'm and Santa Claus he puts Claus a little now. Santa hat on top of his yeah. little spatula that's tied to his colander on his head. Yeah. And then, uh. And then, uh, Voldar. Voldar, like, he and his minions come in and they sabotage the, the toy making machine. Yeah. They mess it up. They, like, go in and cut wires. They mix things up. And then uh, fucking then they see, Dippo yeah, they see comes Dro- over. They see Droppo addressed as Santa, and they mistake him for the real Santa Claus. So they Which cap- is kind of silly to me because... like your faces are different complexions. Uh, diff- well, I mean, yeah, Droppo's green and also <laughs> wearing kitchen utensils for a hat. Right. On And then has and a Santa's Santa hat on top. not. <laughs> right, right. Um, but regardless, movie magic, they mistake him for that. And so they, they kidnap him. him. Yeah, they yeah. kidnap him. And uh, let's see what happens. Bring him here. to their little Mars lair, and and they're like asking him questions and shit, right? Yeah. And then uh, Santa and the kids go back to work at the workshop, but all the toys are 
being made weird. It's like a, a doll's like they, head on a teddy bear's like body. And then a teddy bear's head on a doll's body. A bat tennis racket, you know. And then a toy train that's made out of cars. Yeah. So it's like, well, something's wrong with the machine. And then Kimar deduces that Voldar is behind it. Because Kimar is our boy. Like, he knows yeah. what's up. He's actually a good king. He's a great 60s dad, you know, only 30 minutes of TV and go good to bed. Good king Kimar went to town on the, the feast the of Stephen. Yeah. Watched 30 minutes of TV, then bed. <laughs> Missed you with that sleep shit. <laughs> go to sleep and nightmares all night. <laughs> you don't know about Mars. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that was starting to get dark. I'm gonna. I'm gonna back out of that. That was beautiful. Uh, look out for our Christmas album based <laughs> yep. on uh, all the movies we've it's seen. It's called "You Don't Know Shit About Mars" <laughs> by Remy and JG. Yep. Uh, so uh, then Voldar, like he infiltrates the ship or like place we're in, and he starts making demands because he's got Santa. So he thinks. So he thinks. So and he thinks like, he's you know, doing a power move. It's like, top, stop making toys. You know, we have Santa captured. And then Kimar's like, if you have Santa captured, you do not, because he is right here. And Voldar's like, what? What? And How did he get there so fast? And immediately Kimar's like, I'm holding you to you under arrest, because he's with uh, 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 Shogo. Sh- Shobo. Shobo. Yeah, Shim, Shim is in the Shim is in Shim the cave. Shim is in the cave. Yeah. Shobo so, is... So Kimar, like, you know, orders people to uh, uh, search the caves for Shim and whoever he has, you know. And then Voldar, like, tries to escape, and so he starts, like, fighting Kimar, you know? Yeah. Second time they fought. And Santa fixes the machine then. Uh, and this is all going on at the same time. It's very fast, and it's, it's kind of like, whoa, hold it on, happens hold on. Like, yeah. we, we, like, paused it for a second, and we were like, oh, there's five minutes left in this movie. Yeah, it's like, shit, <laughs> like, damn, they're wrapping, this they're up wrapping really it up really quick. Yeah. So then Santa fixes the machine, but then Billy, like, overhears Voldar, you know, telling Kimar... That he's going to stop. Uh, that he's going to stop Santa, you know, from making children happy. And then he warns Santa about it. And so Santa's like, "Oh, ho ho, ho Well, we got. We have to devise a plan." So then Voldar breaks his way into the to the workshop. And then all the kid. Now, mind you, Voldar has his freeze gun thingy, his hair dryer. And then all the kids start attacking with Voldar with so toys. With so many toys. And it's a really cool, I actually really like the way that it was filmed. Yeah. Um, because there's like little toy soldiers slowly marching at feet. There's like balls uh, being launched. Sorry that I stuttered so much the second I said balls. <laughs> um, but there's balls there's being balls. launched. <laughs> there's balls. Being launched. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's cutting in between like, Kids smiling, laughing, tennis racketing things at Voldar. And Voldar is like stumbling, being like, oh, there's so many toys attacking me. I right. don't know what to do with my big ass mustache. <laughs> um, and uh, so then basically, and then uh, Kimar like, you know, comes in to save the day with a uh, uh, Droppo dressed as Santa still uh, yeah. showing up. And Kimar orders a ceasefire. And then uh, then he basically arrests Voldar. Yeah. You know, uh, finally and actually like gets him, you know, un- in custody. You know, and then uh, Droppo, like, becomes the new Santa Claus of Mars, basically. Which is awesome! Yeah. Like, I, I, oh, man. Like, Santa, like, te- like basically anoints him the new Santa of Mars. Yeah. Which is awesome. That's, gr- that's like, the best thing to happen in the movie. I have said this before, but I truly believe that in every Santa film, you have to kill off the last right. Santa and become Santa. So who killed Droppo? No Tim one. Allen. <laughs> 
Yeah, so drop us a new Santa. Then so it's time for uh, Santa and the children to leave and go back home to Earth. Yeah, and, uh, and Santa like takes the children. Like, and <laughs> this is uh, they. I don't know how they take off, but Santa just they goes. They fire a rocket. I know, but Santa just goes away, away. He does say that, and then they he leave. like says that twice as walking towards the door, and then he gets to the door, turns again, and is like, and then we just away! see, and then we just see a rocket like go back towards Earth, and it was at this point that I turned to Remy and I said, wait. Did they just uh, completely abandon the spaceship that the the American spaceship that's after them? And they totally forgot about that. Like we the like, filmmakers forgot that they sent like the U.S. sent a spaceship to, <laughs> to go after these go after Santa Claus. So at, at one point I was like, Oh no, are they gonna like see the rocket and then blow up Santa and these kids? <laughs> I think that what happens because for the record, ladies and gentlemen, this is the end of the film. They yeah. like, launch them towards this Earth is the last part the, of the movie. It says the end. So I imagine that Santa gets back towards Earth and then the U.S. spaceship shows up to their Mars spaceship (laughs) and they're just like, where the fuck is Santa? (laughs) And just like mow everyone down. And then they're like, no signs of Santa. We got to keep looking. And then Tim Allen. No, no, no. This is what happened. (laughs) We were like, shit, we killed Santa. Then Tim Allen in in his Galaxy Quest garb shows up and he's like, oh, no. I guess I must become Santa now. Whoa, Whoa! Galaxy Quest <laughs> and Santa Conquers the Martians and the Santa Claus are all the same universe. <laughs> and then Alan Rickman just shows up and he's like, and he kneels down by Santa Claus, the dead Santa Claus, and says, by Grabthar's hammer, you shall be avenged. No, but he doesn't say it like that. You gotta do the Alan Rickman. You'd be like, by Grabthar's hammer. Thammer. Never mind. <laughs> Fuck it. I like your version better. Moving on. Is that the end is of the a film. great way to end this movie. That's, yeah. And, and and then again, like we said, it ends in a sing-along. Yeah. The credits roll and it the uh, hooray for Santa Claus. Santa hooray Claus. for Santa Claus. Ba-da-ba-da. And that's the end of the movie. Yeah. It so was, It was a fantastic film. Yeah. So I, now it is, uh, it is now time in the episode, ladies and gentlemen, for your favorite holiday special segment. Ladies and gentlemen, we have for you tonight the final, last Remy's a Christmas facts, one hundred percent true, coming at ya hard. Pants off, socks on, hats <laughs> off, nose up to the air, fingers to God. Here it comes. Do not dispute. Do not dispute. <laughs> what is this week's fact, Remy? I want to bring it down. Let's cuddle down by the by the 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 Yuletide log. The log. Mm. <laughs> Let's On the bear log rug. it up and get all cozy. I have the lotion. And let me. Sp- <laughs> <laughs> and let me spin you a tale. Oh, a yarn about the evolution of Santa Claus, Plus, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. You are hearing it from my mouth. Facts. <laughs> Straight up fact. So, when I say these two words, JG, describe what you see. Okay. Santa Claus. A fat old man with a white beard. Mm-hmm. And a red outfit and red cheeks. Mm-hmm. With presents. Hmm. And a sleigh and reindeer. Would you have ever thought that he looked like this? <laughs> you know, it's funny, Remy, because he's showing me a picture of St. Nicholas. 
and I all I, we posted an image almost like that on the uh, on the Instagram page. It's fine. I don't look with at our the, own page with the biggest fucking forehead ever. Yeah. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen. I just wanted to talk about th- this uh, Remy's 100% true Christmas facts coming straight at you, out your butt, whatever, uh, <laughs> n- uh, no disputes. What's the end tag that you always toss on? Do not dispute. Do not dispute, yeah. Um, that <laughs> part of our podcast. <laughs> I'm specifically talking about the physical appearance of Santa Claus that has been shown throughout our entire history of mankind. I found it really fascinating how he transformed into the Coca-Cola sipping, loving fat man that we all know and love. Yeah. Because he used to be this gaunt, pope-looking motherfucker. (laughs) Well, that was St. Nicholas himself. Well. Yeah. Yeah. So. Right, yeah. I'm starting at the beginning. Yeah. (laughs) So he's a gaunt, pope-looking motherfucker. In the beginning, there was pope. Um, Pope Santa Claus. So St. Nicholas was definitely a dude. St. Nicholas Lipinski, as he appeared on a Russian icon that was dated in 1294. I don't think that's when the painting was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to be like... Because he lived uh, well before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Americas in the 1800s definitely adapted that image for him. Like, he, he would always be holding a cross. He had the little halo behind his head. He had that Friar Tuck haircut that was balding, just had the gray hair on the sides, a little shitty beard, and was a skinny little guy. And then they started adapting different photos of him where, and I keep saying photos, but portraits, pictures, you know, they were all woodcuts and stuff like that and little ink drawings. But there's this one that I really like that's uh, St. Nicholas, and it says December 6th on the photo. I keep saying photo. Uh, AD 343. And he's got a little uh, halo going on. Big fat beard and a wizard wand. He's got like this little stick. It's some Harry Potter stick. You are a wizard, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then along in this photo, and I did not do that much research into this photo, but he's got little people standing around him at a cauldron. So they're like cooking up some magic or some Christmas joy or whatever. The name of this painting or this print of St. Nicholas is by Alexander Anderson. And it's commissioned by John Pintard. And it was made in 1810. So if you want to look that up, you can see exactly what, is what the, I'm uh, talking about. What is the date that it has on there? It says uh, December 6, 343. Yeah. That's when he died. R.I.P. Too soon. <laughs> um but yeah, if you want to look up this photo that I'm looking at right now, um, it is uh, by John Pintard, and it's 1810 of St. Nicholas. And then my next favorite picture that I've found is Thomas Knott's illustration, A Christmas for Low. And it was the front page of an 1863 issue of Harper's Weekly newspaper. And it's this ridiculous picture of Santa in essentially an American flag suit. And he's sitting there and there's an American flag in the background and it says, welcome. And it's all these people and townsfolk coming to this old man in an American flag suit. So that seems a little bit more Americanized. And then the next photo that we have uh, commercialized. Yeah. Well, Americanized, commercialized commercialized both. Yeah. 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 And then we start getting into fat, fat Santa where he's got like a wreath for his hat. Because all these other pictures, we don't have any hats going on. So uh, when the did American, the hat come? 
the the hat came in uh, 1881's edition of Harper's Weekly. Apparently, Harper's mm. Weekly had they a lot. They kind of shaped the, uh, yeah, the, the, image, the modern image of Santa Claus. Interesting. Actually, the reason that I started researching this is that I heard that... Uh, the second that I heard it, I was like, no way! And then immediately I was like, oh, of course not. But I heard that Coca-Cola was the one who came up with the image of Santa Claus. Well, they definitely uh, popularized it, I think. You and know? that is the... This will come into my little facts bit. We got a couple more images coming up for you. Specifically, Thomas Knott's illustration, also in Harper's Weekly. Dude, Harper's Weekly was some hot shit for Santa. Oh, yeah. Like, they were all about it. They loved Christmas. This was the first um, Santa going down the chimney, and this is where that comes from. And he's literally literally wearing long johns. So I think this is also where we're starting to get get into Santa's red suit. Right. Because I imagine that it's Santa wearing red long johns. Yes. Just, you know, slinking down your chimney. Coming after your socks. Um, <laughs> and then socks. after that, 1936, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. And that's where we get Me Too by <laughs> Haddon Sunblom, which was the first Coca-Cola Santa image. Which and is the popular version of Santa yep, Claus. Yeah. You know, just leaning back, sucking down that soda, rosy oh, yeah. cheeks, big fat guy, big curly beard, uh, white fur trimmed red coat. Mm-hmm. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is who you worship. Well, thank you for that interesting uh, and uh, very uh, in- insightful uh, uh, trip down Santa Claus Lane. You're welcome. All right, so uh, that is that does it for this week's episode, I guess. That does it for this year's episode, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been so fun this I want to give you a hug. I feel like I say this at the end <laughs> of every episode is that I love you and that I just want to say hi. It means a lot to both JG and I. JG, it means a lot to me that I got to be a part of this, that you're the brains of the operation. I'm I'm so glad that you're on this show because it's just so fun to do this with you. I really do enjoy doing this show with you. Thank you. I really do. So uh, we do have, uh, while we are off for the next two weeks. Yeah, uh, you're going to miss us. Yeah, so for the, uh, it would be the 29th, Oh, I'm sorry, the 28th and the 4th, we do not have any new movie episodes, but we will have two compilation episodes coming out. We're going to have you. a little surprise. Yes. Consider it uh, our Christmas gift to, to you. To you all. Yeah. To Yule. To Yule. Is that what you just said? No, I said you all. You just plug a Yule? Yes. Nice. We will be back with a brand with a brand new episode of Scaries of the Silver Screen on January 11th. So just mark that down in your calendars, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, what movie will it be? We don't know yet. Uh, but we'll let you know uh, on our social media pages when we find out. But yeah, for the next two weeks, we'll have compilation episodes. Uh, there'll be, uh, you know, best of moments from the episodes and even some bloopers. Which is great. Because, and also, uh, yeah, because we got some great bloopers for you guys. Yeah. And so uh, stay tuned for those. Uh, those will be coming at you uh, each of the next two weeks. So, again, uh, from both of us uh, mm-hmm. here at Obscures the Silver Screen, we wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy Holiday. I and just wish you a Happy New Year. And a new Happy New Year. I, we can't wait wow, to see you in 2019. We're, we're going to be talking the to end you of, next year. Yeah. That's insane. We can't wait to see you next year. And uh, we'll be back again next year with more crazy movies and crazy commentary. Signing off for the year 2018. Good night. Hey guys, JG again. One quick word before we go. 
Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find us at OOTSS Podcast. Again, that is at OOTSS Podcast. Make sure to send us your movie suggestions. We'd love to hear from you. If there's any weird movie that you love or maybe you've heard of and you want us to watch it, let us know. We may just watch it. Thanks again for listening and tune in next week for another episode of Obscurities of the Silver Screen.